are feeling amazing. I hope that you are feeling. It is Sharifi, the millennial educational leader, coming back to you just to leave you with some positive vibes because you know we don't do anything less, right? Well, today you are in for a treat, an amazing, an amazing treat. Um, our focus on our last podcast, guys, we talked about how to ensure that we were enough and believe that we were enough as individuals and most of all as educators as well. But today I have an amazing, an amazing individual who makes a difference in people's lives daily, who impacts the community daily, who is on a mission and has a goal to ensure that everyone that she meets understands her purpose and understands what she is here to do at this time in her life. So none other than my amazing friend, Miss Nicole Stowe, she is an administrator here um, within North Carolina. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about who she is, what she does, and then we're going to move forward into our positive moment. Nicole, you there? I am. Good morning. Awesome. How are you today? I'm doing well. I hope you are, and I hope the listeners are as well. Yes, I'm doing good. I cannot complain. Listen, we are ready. We are ready to hear from you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Nicole Stowe. Um, Originally, Nicole Burton, before I got married. Um, I've, hey, married life, married <laughs> I've life. I've been married for 11 years to my amazing husband, Jonathan Stowe, um, who's also an educator. He's a high school math teacher. Um, I'm a mother. I have one daughter, um, Jayla Stowe, who's nine years old. Um, I am a native here of Winston-Salem. Went to high school here, continued my education at Elizabeth City State University, ECSU, and got a degree in biology. Um, All right. Once graduating in 2006 with that degree, um, didn't really have any plans on getting into the field of education, um, but that's just how, I guess, God works. Um, He made it possible where I got (laughs) my first job as a sixth grade science teacher um, right out of college. So um, got out of college, started teaching sixth grade, uh, went back to school to UNCG and everything, um, did the licensure program and all those things that I had to do, um, continued my teaching career. Also taught NC pre-K for a little bit. Yeah, that's a pre-K class. Nobody knows about <laughs> so, that, right? Shout Nobody out to the that. NC pre-K teachers. Y'all are the real that's heroes. Right. <laughs> um, so did NC pre-K for about a year. Realized that, you know, it, you know, I'm more so with the older children. But um, NC pre-K, you ladies and you gentlemen do an amazing job um, with starting the education for our children. And then I went on to teach middle school six eight. I'm at my current job. Um, I taught science there um, for several years before moving into an admin role. So I've been the middle school leader um, now for, I'm going to my sixth year um, being the middle school leader. is something that I didn't ask for, um, something that I never <laughs> really wanted to do, <laughs> but it's something that kind of fell into my lap. And I'm a believer that when thing, you don't have to work for things and it just fall into your lap. Um, it's, it's a sign from God that, that he designed that for me to do. So, um, like I said, I've gone into my sixth year in education. 
um, as a as a school leader, but I've been in education since 2006, um, awesome. uh, since graduating. So as you hear, we have a lot in common. She's an educator, and she is originally from the trade for Winston-Salem, <laughs> nothing like it. So we have a lot of things in common. I, am, I was also a pre-K teacher. Um, I taught pre-K for almost 10 years before I moved into the transition of becoming a kindergarten teacher. Um, so we definitely have a lot of things in common. Um, but I didn't reach out to Nicole um, necessarily just to hear about her journey in education. But I wanted to speak to Nicole in reference to her position as a, a school leader. Um, a school leader is somebody that really has a large voice and a large impact within their building, okay? Um, and those voices mean a lot to us as educators who are working around them and underneath them. And during this time that we have, um, Nicole, this is a time that where those voices are important, and why I say it's important is because we are leaning towards our school leaders to help us push into the school year, right? Um, we're looking for our school leader voices to help us understand where we are at this moment. Because we know, right, Cole, yes. that this <laughs> is a different place Very that we different. have never <laughs> been in before as educators, that we've never been in before as leaders, as we've never been in before as anybody as individuals period so this is a new place so when you enter into a new place you're looking for as we say positive words positive vibes and positive um impartations that we are looking for we're looking for that and so i reached out to nicole and i was like hey i need to hear from you we need to hear from you as a school leader as an admin because we need to understand what you're thinking right now we want to understand what it is that you are expecting for the upcoming school year. So the first thing I want to speak to you about and ask you about, Nicole, is how do you feel? How do you feel about this upcoming school year that's about to take place for you in your school um, as an admin, as a school leader? Um, I feel really excited um, about the new school year. Um, when we were, when we first went out for the pandemic, um, it was something that kind of, you know, hit us all at one time. And, um, you know, it was a struggle because, you know, we're so used to teaching our students face to face and giving them the support and everything that they need. So I was excited to get back um, to the school year this year so we can get back to the traditional forms of education that our scholars are uh, accustomed to having to what our teachers are accustomed to doing. Um, so I'm excited about the onset of the new school year. Um, does it come with some concerns with, you know, um, different uh, variants of, the, of COVID-19 that's still floating around? Yes. But I also have to make sure that, you know, the first thing in my mind is the education of our scholars because they're the next ones. They're the next school leaders, the next teachers, doctors, and lawyers. And also providing that, um, you know, additional care that I really couldn't give to my teachers virtually that I can give to them um, as we are returning into the school building. So um, I'm excited Ooh, about the school. Let me year. put a pause. <laughs> let me put a pause right there. You just said something so um, powerful. Being able to reach your employees and your educators 
the way you were not able to reach them virtually. Yes. Man, <laughs> I taught virtually for a whole school year. And let me tell you, you are in a world by yourself. Yes, you are. You feel like you are isolated. You feel like you have nobody else. You're talking to the walls. You're talking to you're talking to the screen like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe this is not working. I can't and usually we have um our teammates, we have our colleagues, we have our admin, we have our school leaders to speak to and talk to. So that is very, very important. And I'm glad to hear that that is one of your purpose, one of your um your areas that you're looking at this school year to make sure that you are reaching that. Because let me tell you, speaking from experience, and number one thing that I missed was the relationship. Yes. That that we had inside the building. So that was I had to make a pause break, honey, because <laughs> That right there alone was something that I know that I'm excited about going to the new school year. That I'm in a building that I have a community. Uh-huh. Um, that is a that's a very big aspect that we have to make sure that we have as educators and as individuals. Period. Anywhere that you work, mm-hmm. any place that you work um, as an employee, you want to feel that community aspect, and it's very hard to feel now for because of COVID. Absolutely. Because we can't be as close. We can't be um, in each other's face. We can't be in um, the same proximity for such a long period of time. So whatever we can get as a community feel, hey, I'm reaching for it, okay? <laughs> I'm reaching for it. <laughs> I'm reaching for it. But I'm glad to hear that you said that you're excited. Because I've heard different and I've heard um, very mixed emotions from mm-hmm. admins and school leaders that some of them feel afraid. Some of them feel... Um, very nervous and I, I know that it all underlines probably the same kind of feels that you feel too mm-hmm. but most of all I love to hear the word excited because guess what our kids and our parents and our communities are excited about being able to come back in the building oh yeah they so, are, our families are definitely um excited you know the hard part is you can't really touch them like you used to like give them a hug or a pound um but the excitement is is definitely is definitely there absolutely yeah. That's right. It's definitely there. So now that we know how you feel about the upcoming school year, and you've already told us about some of the things that you're looking forward to, such as building that community aspect back with your employees, what do you think? Now, we're going to move and shift to the mind of the educator, the mind of your employee. What do you think um, are some of the things that they're very cautious about going into the school year as teachers. Um, I know that you've been around them as far as doing PDs and mm-hmm. as far as being around them, um, helping them set up their classrooms. What are some of the things that you're hearing from your employees? I know that I've told you some of my things, but what are some things that you're hearing from your building? Um, a lot of things that I'm hearing um, from my teachers is that they want to make sure that they fill in the learning loss that may have happened over COVID just to get our students back to where they need to be as far um, as being proficient and being on grade level. Um, that is the biggest thing that I'm hearing from them. They, um, of course, they have, you know, we put all of CDC protocols and things are in place. So they're not too concerned. Um, you know, they may have uh, some concerns about, you know, the variant spreading and things like that. But the feedback that I'm getting from them it's just making sure that they're able to fill in those learning gaps for our mm-hmm. students um, and giving them that that instruction that they wanted to give them during virtual learning. But we all know that during virtual lear- learning, you're kind of limited, um, you know, to the things that you can do 
but just they're excited just to get back and fill in those gaps um, for those scholars and just making sure that by the end of the year, they are much further, you know, than where they started in the beginning. So that's a lot of the feedback um, that I'm getting from them is that they're ready to just get in here and get the ball rolling. They don't want to go back to virtual. <laughs> they said no. it's too much. <laughs> No, it's a big X. I'm telling you, if they tell me, Miss Seems, that we're going back to virtual, I'm going to just fall out. And, I'm going to just fall honey, out. And that's how they are. They're like, so, no, no, we're going to make no. sure we do this, we do that. So they're just excited to be that because you just have to work that much harder, uh, you know, with everything virtually. But they are just excited to fill those gaps uh, for those students to really get to know their parents you know, communicate with their parents more frequently and um, on the level that, you know, that we're used to doing. So um, the feedback from them is that they're excited to be back. They're ready to get these learning gaps filled and, you know, just get them ready for the for the next grade. The new school year. Yeah. And that's the thing that I keep hearing. And what I want to encourage educators at this moment is to think about those words, learning gap and learning loss. And really, when we think about those words, those words are words that we really don't want to hear and we don't want to really use because guess what? We worked hard. Mm -hmm. Even though it was a pandemic mm -hmm. and even though there was a time to where we could not be fully um, who we wanted to be to our students because of being limited to virtual, we still gave it our all. So, I want us as educators to, to kind of move from just focusing on what we feel that our students um, did not grasp during our virtual learning, but I want us to really look forward to being able to be those that filler right. and understand mm -hmm. that we have what they need in order for them to have everything that they may have not grasped. Mm -hmm. So as educators, I want you, if you're listening, I want you to repeat after me and say, I am the filler because we are the ones that are going to fill the gap. Their only gap that's there is the presence that we had that we did not have with them. Okay. Because our students learned, our students learned, our students grabbed information. Some of my students that I had virtually, they learned so much and I was just so happy that I was still able to give them all of me, just not in the way that I wanted to. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. So definitely as educators, we've got to be um, ready to be the filler of what we feel like they may have missed. So definitely I'm glad to hear that part because I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I tell you, if I hear that word virtual, I'm going to ruin the office. <laughs> because I just real. cannot... <laughs> Yeah. I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine having to do it all over again. Yeah. And I'm just praying that, you know, we all take the precautionary measures as um, as individuals to be um, the person that we need to and do our part. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, mm -hmm. um, be able to wear your mask and protect yourself. If you're not able to get vaccinated, wear your mask, you know, do what you have to do and play your part so that we won't have to fall back into that position of our students not being able to have the full presence of education um, in, a, in a physical aspect. So definitely, I'm excited about it as well, Nicole. I, very, I really am. So now, after we've gotten in there, we know what we're looking forward to. There is one thing that I'm big on as a new school year, and that's protecting my peace. 
Okay. Yes, when you go into <laughs> when you go into that building as a new teacher, when you go into that building as an admin, a school leader, whoever you serve as um, in that building in the capacity that you serve in, the most important thing you have to do is protect your peace. Because you're not going to always have positive moments. Right. You're not going to always have positive vibes. You're not going to always have positive encounters with individuals. Um, but it's going to be your duty as an individual to protect your peace because you are in charge of your environment. Okay? You are in charge of creating the space that you want inside of your classroom, inside of your office, inside of your school building. You have that responsibility. So I'm very big on protecting my peace. So people know that when they walk into uh, my hallway or wherever I am and located in station, Miss Davis, the door going to be closed. Okay? <laughs> because... I need to know what I'm allowing in my door mm-hmm. before it comes in. So I can look out the door and say, oh, no, not today. Not here. No, I come out to you because I don't want you to bring that negativity in my room. Mm-hmm. So as a school leader and as an admin, how do you feel um, you can protect your peace as an admin? How do you protect your peace as a school leader? Um, a lot of times what I do, um, my school day, for my students and my teachers start at 7.30. Um, so I know at 7.30, um, I have students in the building. I'll have um, I'll have teachers start coming in the building around 7, 7.15. So a lot of times what I do, I just have my private meditation time um, before anybody gets there. Um, that's where I may, you know, just listen to some gospel music to get my mind where it needs to be. Um, I have like some little devotion time, um, prayer moment, just, you know, making sure that, um, I'm personally, I'm ready for, for today. And what I've noticed is taking that time before the day starts and before all the hustle and bustle and, you know, the things that come along with the day, it makes me a better person. So I'm better. I'm a better admin for my teachers. I'm a better admin for my students, a better admin for my parents. So with that peace time, you know, I take that in the morning because a lot of time my day is really full and really busy with the meetings and, you know, pushing into classrooms and different things like that. So I normally take that time in the morning um, before the start of my day and also on the drive to school. Um, yes. Sometimes yes. I drive in complete silence. You know, I don't need to hear. Mm-hmm. I just need to just, you know, kind of gather myself and get my mind together. Or sometimes, you know, if I'm driving to school, I may listen to, um, like I said, I may listen to some gospel music if I'm feeling gospel for the day. Uh, you know, I'm still young, so I still trap, you know, sometimes. Yes. It all depends on <laughs> on my mood for, to, for yes, the day. Ma'am. So, you know, I'm not old at all. But um, <laughs> just having that. You know, we got to have a little, little drop in there, you know, to get a pipe. I'm ready telling for that day. you, okay. you got to have it in there sometimes. So that that alone time um, by myself is really where I kind of, you know, zone in on what I need to do for Nicole, you know, for that day. And um, and I have each year I reflect back on what I can do better for the next year um, to be, you know, a better person, you know, and a better admin. And 
protecting that peace, um, it, it benefits everybody. <laughs> it, really, it does. It does. It benefits. It does. <laughs> have you ever walked? Have you ever walked in the building and you walk past somebody? You be like, "Good morning," and they be like, "Good morning." Oh, I'm telling, I'm like, okay, okay. you're not, you're not, you're not ready. You're Let not me keep ready. on. Oh, okay, have a good day. <laughs> right, and it's just like it you know, affects, it yes, affects it everybody, affects. and a lot of people know um, your team is only as good as your leader. So oh, that's good. I try to make sure that I'm the best for my team because I want them to be the best for their students. And so, you know, even if, you know, every morning before the students come in, I go through and I speak to everybody individually, you know, good morning. How you feeling this morning? You all right? You ready for the day? You know, just so I can make those connections, but I can only do that when my yes. peace is, is where it's supposed to be. So, yeah. She just said something very powerful. She said, your team is only as good as your leader. <laughs> Leaders out there, I hope y'all are listening. If you got a bad attitude, guess what? Your whole building gonna either feel that attitude or become that attitude. If you are coming into that building and you just not happy, it's gonna flow through the building. Yeah. That was so powerful, Nicole. <laughs> yes, you your team is only as good and as as powerful as your leader is. We gotta understand that. And one thing that I live by um when it comes to protecting my peace is that do not let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. That's right. It doesn't matter if the person beside you that you're sitting to a meeting looking like they just mad at the whole world. I, and if I'm happy, guess what? I'm going to smile the whole time. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. It's like, she won't stop smiling. Nope. Nope. Because eventually, <laughs> my smile is going to rub off on you because you're not going to be able to sit there with a frown no more. So definitely, as we move forward, like... And if wherever you are, like working in your space and, and working in your schools and working in your buildings and even being at home, you know, with your children, you know, our kids, they've been home for a whole year almost. Mm -hmm. So I know, honey, let me tell you, I speak for myself. My peace has been interrupted <laughs> <laughs> with having my kids home for a year. Oh. But I, I had to get to the point where I understood that my house, my children feed off of my energy. Mm -hmm. So I had to make sure that even if I did not feel the way that I wanted to feel, I had to make sure I shifted it mm -hmm. so that I can make sure the ones around me were able to feel that positive vibe that I wanted them to have and wanted them to feel. So definitely and dip and dab into self-care. So we have already talked about self-care, understanding that we have to take time for ourselves because I wanted to make sure we talked about that too, coming mm -hmm. from you as a, as a school leader. Self-care, self-care is important, making sure that we take care of ourselves so we can take care of others. As teachers and educators, as leaders, one of the main things that we do is take care of other people. We mm -hmm. make sure that we are um, ensuring that our people are right. They have what they need. They make sure that they are in the right place that they need to be. And sometimes we neglect ourselves and not understanding that we have to make sure that we have what we need right. and that we have what it is that we need for us to be successful in that place. So coming from you, this is our last point we want to talk about because I believe in valuing time. Mm -hmm. One thing we want to talk about before we leave is making sure that we take care of ourselves. So how are you ensuring that you take care of yourself and how are you ensuring that you are encouraging those that work around you to take care of themselves as well? Um, one thing that I do 
um, that I to, you know, for me personally, that I do to take care of myself. Um, I work out three days a week. Um, <laughs> that that working out and you know modifying my eating habits on the things that I'm putting into my body, um, how I take care of my body, all is a part of my mental and my physical health. So I do take care of myself um, in that aspect. Um, what I don't get done at work, I don't bring it home. That's <laughs> so right. I, I work at work. And because um, when I come home, I'm Nicole. I'm wife, I'm mom, you know, and I need to be that element, you know, for my family and spend time with my family. So um, one thing that I do is I kind of pace myself on what I'm going to do at work. Because when I come mm-hmm. home, I want to give my family all of me and, That's not, right. <laughs> and not bring home, you know, anything from the day that could have a negative impact on my family. Um, and I encourage that for my teachers as well. Um, I tell them, you know, it's 345. Maybe you should go home. You know, you need go to go home. <laughs> their husbands, their moms, their dads. They spend with me, but I they need for themselves. Um, team is we have transparent moments. We're just Nicole, you know, and having those, those team things, and, you know, I make sure their plannings are protected so they can take that time to regroup um, and everything that they need. But I encourage them to, you know, what you can't get done at school, that's okay. We can do it okay. tomorrow. I promise it's okay. It like is. it's gonna be there when you get there the next day, and that's what. And even not even just educators, but mm-hmm. any workplace, yeah. any job. My my business um people, if you didn't finish those reports before you left that desk, close it out, save it. It's, it's gonna okay. be there when you return. Yeah. Like I tell a lot of people, you know, especially with educators and admin, we see the big picture. Um, so with the big picture, when you look at the big picture with student performance, proficiency, end of grade testing, I mean, all these things that come along with our job, if, if you look at the big picture every day, you're going to go crazy because it's so much, you know, that's a part of making up the big picture. But if you look at it and you take it one day at a time and I'm going to be my best and I'm going to be most effective for today. And you put right. that energy into today. today. And then we'll do tomorrow, tomorrow. That's <laughs> and, right. You know, and that's the thing. That's the thing about big pictures. Big pictures have different components before right. it becomes bigger. Mm-hmm. And and you can't, you have to make sure in order for the big picture to be effective, you every component to, mm-hmm. has to be effective. That's so it. that's one thing that we have to look at as educators too and not overwork ourselves is that you can't accomplish a big piece in one component the only way it can be the big picture that it needs to be 
definitely that's the biggest thing I know on self-care too is just making sure that you don't overwork yourself don't overwork and making yourself. sure that you leave what it is what's that song John Legend says um all of me you yes, gotta be yes. all of you everywhere you go and you mm-hmm. cannot be all you taking pieces from every place that you that moment so yes. that is that's a key thing for it and definitely the biggest piece that I've learned in self-care <laughs> and maybe should we take care of ourselves it's so important stay in your lane that's it. because when you go out of your lane and try to accomplish <laughs> things that other people are responsible for then you are going to become overworked you're and you're going to be stressed and it's, and it's, it's kind of like yes. you know with with school um one of our models at our school is um you don't do it alone so every every person at the school has their thing that they do and when you do your thing and we bring all those things together it's accomplished so you don't so to piggyback off of what you said do what you do the way you do it effectively and don't be you know concerned about you know what anybody else does and that takes a whole lot of work, you know, load off your That's shoulders right. because, because my thing is I'm concerned about my fifth through eighth graders. I'm not concerned about mm-hmm. anything else. I'm concerned about my 18 teachers in this building. I'm not concerned right. about anything else. And once I got to that point where I'm not concerned about what nobody else doing, that mm-hmm. has taken me on a whole, <laughs> a whole other level. <laughs> And, yes. you know, I tell my teachers, like, we're not going to stress about this. We're going to work through this right. thing together. And if that's we right. don't get it done today, it's okay because we're going to come back tomorrow. And that's the biggest thing that I tell them is we're going to be back open tomorrow at 730. It's okay. You know. That's all right. <laughs> it's all we're going right. to be good. Because we're going to be good regardless. Because if, if your we're mental be health isn't protected, then you can't do your job and you know so right. we have some mental health and mental peace and all of that stuff is really is really huge it's real and they need all of us and mm-hmm. so that's that's one of the biggest things that i wanted to be sure that we talked about today i'm hearing from our school leader that understands every aspect and <laughs> dynamic of a building um and just hearing from her and today has been great it's been a great conversation we have touched on so many different things we have touched on so many different areas um, that are very, very important for us as leaders, as educators, and as individuals. So, Nicole, I want to thank you for being with me today. It's been an amazing conversation chatting with the principal. <laughs> it's been great. I have learned so many different things that I can take back to my building to help them understand how to take themselves and just really understanding the purpose and the importance of what we do. In protecting our peace. Yes. If you don't get anything else from this conversation that we've had today, protect your peace wherever you are. Do not allow the negative thoughts and negative actions of other people distract you from what you have within you, which is nothing but positive vibes, okay? So I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day. Thank you, Nicole, for being with us here oh, on Positive Moments with the Educator. <laughs> thank you so much for And we hope that you have... You are welcome. You are welcome. And we hope that you have an amazing school year. And we can't wait to see the great things that are going to be in store for you in that Winston-Salem area. All right, guys. Most of all, that we always tell you, have a great day. And most of all, be positive.